0: Welcome to Unstoppable Grace. I'm Heidi. I'm
1: Danielle. I'm Laura. And together we've watched God work through our struggles, heartbreaks, setbacks, and even our most shameful
2: failures to bring beauty from brokenness. In this podcast, we bring to you those stories, along with truth from the Bible, trusting that He can use them to meet you where you're at, shine hope, and speak freedom into your life.
0: On our own, we are so far from great, but by His grace, we we are unstoppable. Unstoppable
2: Learning how to trust God when the situation feels impossible. When we get caught up in the situations of our lives, it's easy for our minds to wander and for us to lose sight that God has us in the palm of His hands. And I don't know about you, but often I have seen God act in my life in so many different ways and and so many amazing things that He has shown Himself to me. But yet, when situations get difficult and times are hard, I doubt Him. And I'm always brought back to the story of Peter in Matthew 14, when Peter asked Jesus to, to command him to come out, if it is him. And um, I'm just paraphrasing, but Jesus says, come. And so Peter does. And as Peter's walking out, um, he began to become afraid. And he started to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and he caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And it amazes me because Peter had the ability to walk on water, and he did, and and he fulfilled that. But on his way out to Jesus, who had called him, he began to sink. And the way that I look at it is Peter took his eyes off of Jesus, and the moment that he took his eyes off of Jesus, he began to sink and fall. And when he said, Lord, save me, Jesus was right there Mm. to pick him up and to hold his hand and to pull him back out and to to question him, like, you have little faith. Why didn't you trust me? And it's so powerful because I often think that we as humans and as Christians, we, it's easy to say that we trust Jesus. And I say that all the time, like, God, I trust you. I walk, I walk the path that you want me to walk. But yet when things get difficult or I, I question what I'm doing or where I am or where I'm going, it's like things don't make sense anymore. So I, I flip the switch and I'm like, okay, no, this isn't happening. This isn't what God has for me or this isn't what I want anymore. And I begin to sink. And every single time that I ask God to to help me, like, God, I'm in this situation. Help me. He's there to pull me, mm-hmm. to pull me up and to remind me that Danielle, I got you. Like this isn't this isn't about you. It's about trusting in me and and keeping your eyes on me. Yeah. I often wonder how it is so easy to lose sight of God's provision in my life, but then before I know it, I'm trusting in myself again. And as I just said, it's I get to this point where I think I got it, and I think I'm trusting God, and, and then something happens. And again, I'm I'm thinking that I can't do it, or I'm thinking that I'm not good enough. And then I remember that God is there. So how about you guys? How do you struggle with learning to trust God, and how can we learn to trust Him in a more all-consuming way? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it is interesting how, how
1: God can show up in such real ways in our lives as, as he has for us many times. And yet we can still lose that focus and, and forget and kind of find ourselves doubting, doubting his provision in our lives. Um, a story very recently that, uh, I had actually just a couple weeks ago. Um, I was, I was really I was struggling. It was one of those weeks where I was just I couldn't see God working in my life. and and I was trusting myself again and I couldn't figure out how to make these things happen that I wanted to do. and and I, I thought that God had called me to step out. I thought that now was the time. I thought that you know we're moving forward, and God called me out of a place of darkness, and now we can surely leave, right? We can we can move, we can make things happen. Um, and I just kind of felt stuck like, okay, God, you said it's time to go and nothing's happening. Um, and a friend of mine told me a story of, uh, his, his wife was getting the kids ready to go out to town and, and she went and started the car and came back in and said, all right, kids, it's ready. It's, it's time to go. Let's, let's go. And so the kids started coming up and meanwhile, she went and started turning off all the lights in the house and then she went and locked up the doors and, and then she went and put some dishes away. And the kid said, mom, I thought it was time to go. She said, it is it's time to go. And she was just busy doing these other things before she was going, but it's not that it wasn't time to go. The car was started. And she was going. Um, there was no changing her mind. They were going into town. But uh but sometimes God takes a little time to prepare us first. So just because it's time to go doesn't mean we're getting in the car. And um I think I need to learn to trust him through that process and and to not keep nagging him. God, I thought you said it was time to go. Like why aren't we doing things here? Um, but to be able to trust that uh his you know, his direction is set. I need to start walking in faith. I need, need to stop Putting my faith um, as making a a condition of, if I can see things happening, I'll have faith. But when I can't see that we're actually getting in the car and going somewhere, well, I'm going to keep bugging you because I don't believe
2: you're really taking me anywhere right now. That whole walk by faith, not by sight thing can be difficult.
0: Psalm 49 verses 12 to 13 says, People, despite their wealth, do not endure. They are like the beasts that perish. This is the fate of those who trust in themselves and of their followers who approve their sayings. And that's from NIV. And I I think of this past summer, Nicholas, my husband, and our son and I went to BC's island um, to visit my sister. So Vancouver Island. Mm -hmm. And so we went, my sister and her fiance said, there's this watering hole that is just absolutely amazing. You guys got to see it. So we packed up the kids and went to this watering hole, and it was beautiful. And at the watering hole, there was this really big—well, uh, it wasn't really big, but there was this cliff. You could climb up it. You had to find your way up it, and then you could jump off of it. And so I'm sitting on the bank with my sister and my husband. So uh, my brother-in-law he gets out, and you know he grew up um, going to this watering hole all the time. And so he crosses the 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 water and goes up the cliff and just walks right off of it and just jumps into the water. And I remember going, like, what? Like, he, he didn't even, he didn't stop. He just walked right off. Like, it was, it was crazy. And so we're sitting there and, you know, you see some people going up and people that are, like, maybe 15 and up look down and they just so terrified. It was like fear to gripped them and they didn't want to jump. you sitting down there on, on the bank and you're looking at it and you're like, that cliff isn't actually that high. Like, just jump. Just jump into the water. Just do it. And there was even this one point where this girl, she'd been up there like for a good 10 minutes. It could have even been longer. And she just was not going to jump. And all these people are jumping past her, jumping past her. And then everybody on the beach starts chanting, jump, jump, jump. But, you know, she's shaking her head. No, I don't want to jump. She's terrified. And eventually she did. And by that point, everyone had kind of lost interest because, you know, she'd been up there for a while. (laughs) So then Nicholas, my husband, says, you know, we should go jump. You want to go jump? And I'm like, oh, uh, OK, yeah, let's do it. And he has this he he recently got a GoPro and he loves this thing. Um, and my husband's also into diving, so he likes uh, going underground or underground, underwater <laughs> with it. And so we go up onto the cliff together and, you know, he has his GoPro. We're at the edge of the cliff and he takes my hand and he wants to record us jumping, holding hands, and I'm like, "Oh, that is so cute." But I was terrified. Even, Even after the
1: idea is nicer than the it, actual yes. experience, right? Yeah.
0: And so now, you know, after watching this girl and thinking like, "It's not that high. Just jump," and she wouldn't jump. And now I'm that girl, mm-hmm. and so I'm standing mm-hmm. up there with my husband, and you know, he's like, "Okay, let's just hold hands. We can just do it on the count of three. Let's just go. Let's just jump." And I'm looking into that water and I'm thinking, there's no way. Like, I'm terrified of jumping in. That looks, that, that looks deep. And this is really high. And I'm, I'm terrified, you know. And then as we're standing up there, this little girl, and she was probably like six or seven years old. She went up and I'm not even kidding you, about eight times, went up, jumped in, swam around, (laughs) climbed up the cliff, went up, jumped in. And she kept doing it. And I remember asking her like, how do you do that? And she said, I'm, I'm not. I'm not scared. Um, it's not scary. It's fun. And I remember standing there and eventually Nick gave up. He puts his GoPro down. And, you know, by this point, like he's like over it. And so he's like, OK, hey, I'm jumping in. I'm like, OK, fine. And he had been trying to hold my hand, like I had said. And I didn't want to hold his hand because I'm like, I can't. If, if you're holding my hand, I'll drown. Like, <laughs> I need my hands to swim. So I'm like, so anyways, he jumps in and then he's on the edge and he's filming it, was, it wasn't until, I'm not even kidding you, I stopped and I started thinking about God. I'm like, God has me. I can trust that God is not going to let me die if I jump off this cliff. I'm safe. And it wasn't until I started to trust God that my body started to relax and then I jumped in. I, I, I honestly, I didn't even think about that story mm-hmm. until just now. But I think about how up until that point I was trusting my own ability mm-hmm. and would I be able to jump off this cliff and do this scary thing and it wasn't until I trusted God that I was able to jump off that cliff. And how often in life I think, even when things are really scary, when we trust in ourselves, things can seem more impossible than they really are. But with God, the impossible is possible.
2: Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, a book that I recently read is called "If You Walk on Water, You've Got to Get Out." Of- if you want to walk on water, you've got to get out of the boat. By John Ortberg. <laughs> Yeah, good point. And
1: gotta jump off the cliff.
2: One of the quotes that he that he has in his book, it says, The decision to grow always involves a choice between risk and comfort. This means that to be a follower of Jesus, you must renounce comfort as the ultimate value of your life. Mm -hmm. And I even just think about Peter when he was in the boat, like he didn't have to walk out. Like it would have been fine. The story we could have skipped that part. But it just shows that even like you just said, Heidi, of jumping off that cliff, like you were afraid to do that, but yet when you put your eyes on Jesus, no matter what the situation is, leisurely, just in life in general, or if you're going through something, it takes the focus off of us, and it brings the focus back to Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think that as Christians, that's something hard to do, but something that we need to remember, um, because it really isn't about you and I, it's about it's about Him. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely.
1: And you can remember those cliff jumping experiences for any other of those moments in your life where you feel your heart racing. Mm. And you don't want to pick up the phone and make that call or you don't want to have that difficult conversation with your little brother, but you know you need to. And I had one of those the other day and I thought about my cliff jumping experience. <laughs> I wonder if it was the same cliff. <laughs> is also vancouver island and uh yeah you gotta be willing to step out of the boat or jump off the cliff before you can really learn to trust sometimes trusting is it's a choice that you have to make regardless of whether you feel like you can trust it's it's not a feeling it is a decision
2: absolutely Mm -hmm. years ago i um my parents would send me to a leadership camp um every summer so for my first summer at the end of the week we would go on like a an obstacle course and basically it was four or five stories in the air you would be harnessed in um, but you would do this obstacle course up in the air and for anyone that knows me and knows that i am totally freaked out of heights even though i've been skydiving i um yeah absolutely freaks me out so i remember the first year i did this and it was not a joyful experience to <laughs> say the least but i did it and the second year i ended up being a leader and they put me at the top the second year to encourage kids so I had to stand there for like three hours four stories above open air totally freaky um, but what they wanted me to do was to encourage the kids that were there to come across so whatever obstacle they had to do whether that was walking on a rope or uh, jumping from tire to tire and I remember encouraging kids it was a totally different place I wasn't as afraid because I was looking at these kids that were just as afraid as I was 1 year ago and or even worse than me and I just got to stand there and be like you can do this like come on keep going like I'm mm-hmm. here for you I got your back just you can do this you're safe and again it brings me back to the story of Peter like Jesus was there he was right across um like arm arm length away he went and he reached and and picked Peter up and just an encouragement I guess that often We feel alone, but we're not. Jesus is there. And it's just a matter of reaching out and and looking, looking to him and also realizing that we have the choice to stay back and not do something, but we also have the choice to trust
0: Jesus to get out of the boat and to trust what he has for our lives. That's it for now for Unstoppable Grace. Thanks so much for listening. And stay tuned to hear more on this topic on our next episode.